come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Good evening. You're listening to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. Thank you so much for showing up on Saturday nights to listen to our program, which is becoming very successful. Thanks to each of you, our listeners. This evening, we're going to pause just a few minutes to listen to our Pledge of Allegiance that is being announced by a very wonderful young family by the last name of Clark, who their father is our producer, Michael Clark. So let's stop for a second and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Well, thank you so much for being here, Mr. Billy Tatum, as our co-host for Hello. the while uh, we're deciding what we're going to do. Miss Courtney, I'm glad you're back. Hi. You are the voice of this show and the <laughs> and the face I heard. <laughs> so, Mr. Billy Mathis, who is a former Marine, no, a Marine, and also works for Salem Cor- Corporation as one of their top top sales <laughs> consultants and he is my sales consultant <laughs> good evening billy how are you? we're talking to billy mathis not billy tatum <laughs> thank you good evening thank you, well, thank you for am, being here yeah and thank you for having me i'm uh, i'm excited to be uh it's not too often i get to be on uh one of the shows that i i helped you know bring about but does that uh, give us a free show <laughs> you have to talk to Salem about that <laughs> it's so exciting that our our client our our show is able to open doors for other people because they all have a story to tell. Right. And this evening we're going to have a story to tell about social media. And the most important part is radio. Is right. Is that right, Billy? Is that what you're going to do for us? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, a lot of it, of course, is going to depend on the industry, on the individual's business. But um, but yeah, two two very important aspects, uh, particularly with what you do is, of course, radio broadcast is still very much alive. Uh, and then combined with social media, um, absolutely, you get you get uh, you create a, a firestorm online. People can engage with your content that you produce. Uh, so two very, very powerful tools. Absolutely. So what do you actually do for Salem Corporation? Yeah, well, I'm a media strategist is my technical uh, title, uh, sometimes called digital media strategist. Um and certainly sell marketing systems is like a, is how I like to call it. Um, basically, I come along different business owners, small business owners, and um, I consult with them. We talk about uh, holes in their funnels. We look at their, their system as far as um, not only marketing, but all the way up to the point of sales. And, uh, and then I, I just kind of make recommendations based on um, uh, what I see is going on in the industry and then what also I see as ways of helping them either with their brand awareness or their lead generation. Uh, and a lot of times that involves uh, 
traditional media like radio broadcasts, which is a huge part of what Salem does. Uh, other times that involves, uh, you know, implementing social media strategies. Uh, it could be, gosh, just about any type of, uh, you know, today's uh, technology as far as, um, uh, you know, marketing and media goes. It could be Google ads. It could be um, uh, geofencing campaigns, a lot of different ways to, to reach an audience, a very targeted audience. Um, and so I help people find those kind of solutions. And then I, in turn, um, you know, put it together for them. Uh, we look at, uh, you know, what happens through that process when, when somebody calls in or if somebody clicks on an ad, where do they go from there? And, and we just follow it all the way through until to the point of a sale and, uh, and you kind of record it all, take data yeah. and then do it all over again. That's, I mean, that, awesome. that's what marketing is. Yeah. So much more than just us talking in a microphone, right? So back in the day, like 20 some odd years ago, I was an intern at a radio station up in Connecticut and, you know, it was obviously pre-social media times and, you know, it was the time of remotes. Like I felt like the, the DJs and everything were doing constant remotes. And so that was a big part of my internship. And that was so cool because that was the only time you could actually go and see your the people you listen to on the other side of the radio. Um, now, I mean, all of our stuff is on social media. You find anybody that's, you know, on the radio, they have their own Facebook page and Instagram and Twitter and they're accessible where before, I mean, you would see that person that you would listen to and you're like, Oh, I, I didn't expect them to look like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Um, that it's, it's so interesting how times have changed and you've taken a staple in kind of how we all live and how we get information. And then you combine it with social media. And like you said, it's just, kind of like a, a firestorm of information, which is awesome for businesses. So, yeah, yeah mar- marketing is it, it's taken such a uh, a turn now with with everything digital. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what it's become more and traditional is even having this capabilities now. When we think of TV and radio, the, the traditional media that's still very much alive, we're able to identify more and more about our audiences. Right. And so you can make more uh, better decisions about how to advertise and how to market to people because of that. But especially on the digital side, um, you think of the two biggest uh, monsters in the space would be uh, Google and Facebook. Mm-hmm. They know everything about you. Right. And yeah. there's a lot of other databases out there that, um, that they can combine to, to target you even more to create their advertising more specifically towards you. And just to give you an example, uh, you know, I just bought a house recently, right? And everybody knows when you buy a new house, you get mm. inundated with all kind of overwhelming. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, all the, the home contractors, right. You get all yeah. the uh, interior designers and everything. They, they give you mail outs. You get stuff on your phone and your social media. Yeah. Um, and all that is, is because, I mean, you, you basically hit a registry that puts you in a database, right. Uh, but then you, you tackle, the, you, 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 you combine that with, uh, you know, your behavior online, you're going to websites where you're looking for curtains and you're looking for furniture and mm-hmm. those different things. And so you're being retargeted online. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's an algorithm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's or it's personal. our microphone. And that's the thing. I mean, you, people are always, we sell driving apps to track your driving to help give you a discount. People are like, I don't want that. I don't want, you know, big brother monitoring me. They're already monitoring you. They know yeah. everything about you. You've got that, that microphone. You say something. You and I talk about bedspreads and then I'm going to pull up my Facebook and it's going to be a, a bunch of ads from Wayfair yeah. about bedspreads. You know, it's and just then it'll overwhelm you. Oh, yeah. Until you're sick of it. And that's what right. I was going to say was radio and TV are not dead because 
I get saturated on Facebook and Google and I don't care anymore. Like the ads there don't affect me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just yep. too You're like much all the time. desensitized to all of yeah. it. Well, well, also I'll, I'll go a different direction here because uh, for me and what I do as a media strategist is uh, the whole the whole purpose of advertising. And you're right. There, there's the whole concern of, you know, what privacy do I have? Mm-hmm. By and large, we give our privacy up when we do this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you give all your information, for example, to Facebook and uh, and we'll complain about it. But that won't stop us from from, me, you know, messaging grandma and sending her pictures mm-hmm. of her family and then typing in all kind of personal things about our kids and those different those types of things. Right. right. And all that gets included into a profile built, you know, by Facebook for you. Mm-hmm. And that profile helps them try and say, you know, hey, this is a mother with X number of children, number of children driving in the home this size, making this kind of income, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Oh, right? yeah, it's it, all and, there. and there's a profile and then databases are able to be shared uh, to further create content. Right. So we know up to date, you know, what is going on in your life so that we can advertise for you. The, the cool thing, though, is I, I'm on the other end of that. Right. I see how this stuff is built I, and I'm I'm. I'm 40 years old, so I, I'm not I'm not a young chicken, but uh, I've kind of come up in the in the digital age somewhat. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm one of those who I'm not resistant necessarily yeah. to the to the um, privacy concerns, but I am um, I, I'm willing to give that up to have a better experience, right? Yeah. So for me, I allow, especially with this new update they did with Apple, right? You have to you, all the apps are asking you for permission, and I allow mm-hmm. it, right? I allow that. Because I'm going to get served ads anyhow. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I want a good experience. You want so it to I, be something you want to see. That's what exactly. I, me and my wife discuss. Like, I always allow tracking yeah. on that stuff. I'd rather them show me something I'm interested in than a bunch of junk that's going to, I don't care anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's it, So what it's becoming, it's, it's uh, and this is why Salem, we call our department with all the digital stuff, surround uh, Salem Surround, because you're taking all these different channels and all these different, um, uh, you know, means of, of reaching people and you're combining them. Mm-hmm. So you, you do something that's broad. We call the top of the funnel like radio because it's mass produced. And then uh, you can create your audience or you can reach your audience further as you go down the funnel. Uh, somebody who's listening to the radio and they hear about a brand and then they, they see it on social media and then they go search for it on Google and the ad pops up on Google and they click on it and then you're retargeting them. And so that you, you're, you know, for 30 days, they're being inundated uh, with a brand as something that 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 they either want or need. They have some kind of interest in. Mm-hmm. And, and so it furthers them uh, along in the education. But we have a great, great uh, guest today. We have Billy, T- Billy Mathis with Salem <laughs> Communication. And we have our co-host, Billy Tatum with Structure Foundation. And Courtney and I are heading this event tonight with uh, making sure that they do a good job for you. <laughs> so um, let's go back to Billy Tatum. He's got some questions for Billy oh, yeah. Mathis. Well, it, I, yeah. I'm, I've been around marketing uh, uh, with uh, our uh, company. Excuse me. I've been uh-huh. around marketing with our company. So I want to ask him, um, what do you have to say to people who are trying to do it themselves online, you know, yeah. versus hiring someone to help them or going through someone that knows the whole thing? You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, what a wonderful world we live in now, yeah. right? Where where uh, all this incredible media technology is available to the individual business owner. I mean, you could literally start up a business now. Uh, you can go online and you, you could have every aspect of your business run from your computer in your home, right? From your your you know QuickBooks account to your social media to uh, obviously your website. We can have you know 
produce sales on there. And you could literally have a whole business right from, from your home. So just wanted to say that, yeah, now, you know, in this world, we can all do this stuff ourselves. Now, you know, the extent of our ability of, you know, for some people just understanding managing, it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The, the challenge is there. Uh, there's different levels and you get to a level where you say, OK, I, I can't handle this either because I can't work on this and the business Same. Uh, or or it's uh, it's just become too far beyond you as far as, you know, uh, you know, the, the technical skill set. Right. So um, but there are plenty of, um, uh, you know, tools uh, and educational uh, means for for figuring these things out on your own if you want to do it yourself. Uh, I think it was, um, gosh, his name just let me the Tesla guy. Um, What's Elon his name? Musk? Yeah, yeah, Elon Musk. Musk. Yes. <laughs> gosh, I don't know. This just slipped my mind. But anyhow, right? it was him recently who who went on some video talking about how you can literally learn anything you want now for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to like he's a big proponent of like, you know, don't worry about college. You know, a lot of them, them Silicon guys are uh, they dropped out early right. and started their companies. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can. That's that's very true. In fact, that's most of how I learned what I know is through uh, you know, sources like Lynda.com, which is uh, LinkedIn, um, their their education sources. And the YouTube, I mean, you can learn just about anything on yeah. YouTube now, right? Yeah. Uh, and so if if it's SEO or if it's social media, there's plenty of, of uh, videos out there and, and influencers that will walk you through those, um, you know, the, the best uh, best practices for a small business. In particular, if you have a certain type of industry like home services, you want to follow people that, that, that produce content about your social media, about your SEO, those different things that are in that industry because that's how everything is going now. It's becoming more, more niche, right? Uh, the keywords are, are very specific toward that particular niche toward, you know, in, in your case, you know, structure, um, you know, foundation, foundation issues. Uh, and so you look up individuals that, that have a background in that particular category and, uh, and, and see what they have to say. You can, you can find this stuff anywhere. Yeah. For me, I was always wanting to try and eliminate the middleman. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. But that's not the right way to think of it. Um, that I appreciate someone managing it now yep. instead of me having to do it. Because it was always a conversation, always a meeting. Oh, by the way, go do your job, too. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so here, so when you're starting out, uh, and it's, it's, it's great to be able to do this stuff yourself. As you start to think about <laughs> scalability, right, and you're growing, you, you want to hire out somebody um, either internally, right? You can have in your company um, somebody you trust. That can be a little challenging because the more technical skill they have, the higher, you know, the, the, the cost of it. Um, the other option, of course, is an agency or, or a company like Salem Media mm-hmm. and, and having somebody just kind of plug in the holes for you and save you that payroll. Um, but uh, the most important thing is, yeah, as you start to grow, you don't want to be working uh, in the business. You want to be working on the business. Uh, and that that's being able to, you know, to be that kind of CEO. Right. Uh, you don't have to go out and and manage the uh, the, the crew, you know, the hands that are, are you know, working on a house or, or whatever it may be. Uh, you don't want to have to, um, you know, always constantly post on your social media when you're an attorney and you're trying to, you know, uh, you know, I understand do your attorney stuff. <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah, it, as you grow, you, you, you find ways to, to supplement. All right. Um. I want to ask a question to um, 
Courtney, how do you get your your leads and advertisement out? Do you, are you independent or you have a, your company? Does so that? there's a lot of companies out there that, you know, there's one captive carrier in particular and the agents that I talked to that work for that office, they spend upwards of $80,000 a month in those flyers that you get in the mail. And that's how they generate leads. And I'm, I've never paid for advertising. I've never bought leads. All of my business comes from word of mouth. Um, it's all referral based. And I think that that if you're if you're somebody that's always going to chase the almighty dollar saved, you're I don't necessarily want that as a client. I want to be your agent for life. And so I try to build that relationship and build that trust. And so people know that they're getting um, the best coverage. They have an advocate, things like that. So I think that the trust part is a, a big part of it. And a lot of my information I get out there is through social media and it's through the mommy groups and it's through some of the networking groups that are on Facebook, there's business groups for mommies and families and Collin County moms and all of that stuff. And once you start building a name and a reputation for yourself, those people do your your work for you. I mean, they talk about you and they put your information down and then that's where a lot of the new business comes in. That's That's exactly how how we feel. We feel the reputation is the best advertisement, Mm -hmm. you know, the word of mouth stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, it's your it's your clients that refer you to that. Right. I've been doing this for forty years, and right. that's, that's the same way. With and me. that's yes. the best business because you have somebody that is able to give you a firsthand testimonial of how your services, how you make them feel, how they're treated. Um, and I think that that's that's better than any amount of flyers that can be given to you at a, at a, a high cost just to go ahead and acquire a business that the salesperson maybe doesn't necessarily care about. They didn't work to earn that business, you right. know. All, all this brand awareness, all the technology, the media, the lead generation you can do uh, for 99% of startups in most small businesses, it's never going to replace your number one source of, of leads or customers or clients. Mm-hmm. And that is your referrals. Right. Uh, that, that is always true. In fact, I, many consults that I go into, especially for smaller business, if it's like a, you know, an attorney or, or some kind of a professional where it's just, you know, it's just them, uh, it's not like a whole team or a big company. Uh, I, I remind them this is not going to replace your referrals. Mm-hmm. That's that's not you don't get to stop, you know, mm-hmm. you know, networking and communicating with with your uh, your current client base. Right. Um, uh, because you're turning on some ads. Right. This is going to be, you know, to push your company a little further to kind of grow it more right. for sure to help mm-hmm. your brand awareness in many cases to help your online reputation, mm-hmm. but it never, never, you know, is meant to, to replace. So, referrals. so think of it more of just another little branch. And I love the the brand recognition. I think that that's a big part of it, too, because maybe they heard from somebody else, you know, about this company and then they see it as a reminder online or vice versa. Or they see it and then they talk to somebody like, oh, yeah, I saw that ad on Facebook. Um, And so it just kind of all ties everything in together. But I also feel like to your point, as far as like referral and networking, um, just as business owners, I think the number one thing to remember is that givers gain mentality. Like I think a lot of people get sucked into the whole, well, we're going to do the SEO and the marketing and we're going to send out the flyers um, or I'm going to refer you somebody and you better refer somebody back to me. And I think that that's the worst thing that you can do. I think that um, especially for me and I'm sure, you know, for Billy Tatum too, it's like, I always just try to connect people that I know are going to be the best fit with no expectation of anything in return, because that's yeah. just what you do oh, yeah. for the, the customer and for yep. your friends and your family. So, and you sleep well at night. I, I yeah. agree with that. <laughs> right. right. Yep. And I think one of the most important things is the people that you, your team, right. You own, you know, you can depend on it. And if you don't like something that happened, you can go to them right. also. And they re- and I don't expect referrals from them, but, and they don't expect mine, but I still work with my team. Right. And that's important. One thing I want to ask you, Billy uh, Mathis, 
I hear that you have that you also provide leads. People can buy leads from your company. Tell me a little bit about. I hear the announcements. How does that work? Yeah, so there's a, a doctor there's, or someone like that. Yeah, yeah. so there's a, there are a number of different tools out there and different means of doing very specific lead generation, uh, and it's for certain industries, right? Uh, home services would be a big one. Um, yeah, attorneys are always looking for lead generation, uh, and so there's a number of different tactics in the the bag of strategies that uh, you can implement. Um, <clears throat> one of the best ones, one of my favorite ones, um, is is through Facebook. So most people are familiar with, you know, Facebook ads. You can add, you can, you can, you, know, you can post something on your own page uh, and, and boost it, you know, add a few dollars to it. But Facebook has a much more robust uh, system on the back end where you can create ads that are lead gen ads and people can click on those ads uh, and then, you know, you can get their information right within Facebook mm-hmm. and it'll pull their information automatically from their Facebook profile because they, they submitted it. Right. Um, and that's kind of a basic way of doing some lead generation. But there's also uh, the, the, the most well-known would be uh, the uh, you doing lead generation pages. So, you know, you do display ads. You can have uh, uh, advertisement on even on billboards where you lead them to a, a certain URL, a domain. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that information from that ad is on there. Maybe it's a special offer, you know, get this discount and they go to the like landing the page. Like the banners, like the flashing banners right. and mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. that. And then you land and then they ask you, uh, it's called a gated offer where you give your name, your email, your phone number in the form. And then uh, they give you, you know, whatever the special offer is or the PDF, the download, whatever it may be. And so that's, that's another form of lead generation. And then there's just, you know, you can buy email lists and that's a big way of doing it, right? There's email lists out there that are created, uh, that kept up to date, make sure they're, they're a good list. You can buy those lists and send, uh, emails out to them. Question uh, for you. Uh, do you guys personally have two emails, one for spam and one for the stuff that matters? Or do you have one email? Um, what's the consensus? Uh, Personally, I do that. Oh, but like at a company level, yes, yeah. I don't do that. But do just you like recommend personally, that? No, I, I, and I'm just asking because, you know, like you were saying, I mean, you click, 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 and you give your information, and then you're right, that that does get oh, shared. I see. You yeah. know, and then you start getting <laughs> yeah. all of the um, advertising through emails. And so I've discovered that, um, you know, I go ahead and I give my email to certain things, knowing that it's going to generate likely a lot of follow-up. Um, but then you have the option to kind of move that over to the other folder. And so I can view it, but I'm just curious if that's just like a standard thing where we just, everything is email based. We get so much information. Um, it's a lot to sift through. I kind of have a feeling maybe you guys are like the people with tens of thousands of emails in your personal email box. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. (laughs) So I have multiple emails. Okay. I got a number of different emails that I use different, um, ways of, uh, you know, I segment like my personal life, mm-hmm. business life and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly the emails that I do want, I have them go to my inbox uh, for a time and then I eventually will unsubscribe for something that I don't want. Uh, my personal inbox, though, yeah, because I've had it for so many years, uh, it, it, the spam folder is filled up, but yeah. I, don't, I don't even, yeah, I don't bother. Yeah, mine's out of control. <laughs> yeah, mine is too, terribly. I get anywhere Sometimes I have a thousand emails at a time. Yeah, I'm an yeah. organization freak and particularly online. Um, I, I generally try to keep my, my inboxes like archived everything. Like if it's in there, it's still a task. It's still an important email. Uh, but I try to get my whole inbox archived. So everything is hmm. segmented uh, and it's just a one click thing. I'm not one of those people that drag every email to a different folder. Right. Um, but I, I, you know, I keep it there and then I, I archive stuff and that's just the way that I am. This show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. Our show tonight is really about Salem Corporation, talking about 
radio uh, about sales, uh, about Billy uh, Mathis being able to explain what we do, what happens when you're uh, advertising with um, Salem Corporation and all the different stations that they have. So I'm going to bring this show back and I'm going to, Billy Tatum hey. has some questions for Billy Mathis. Yeah. So Billy, you, you're hey. on now. So in my experience, um, you know, and this is not a shout out all the way, but it's the truth. Um, you know, our company has found the best luck advertising on the radio and we've tried other things. Um, you know, there was this, I can't remember what it was, a group that we advertised with home something. And we track those leads like you discussed earlier and we all report back how it went and we realize that's not the clientele we wanted. So we dropped that, that thing. And you know, now we just stay on the radio. So was, how it, do, was it home advisors? Yes. Home advisors. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. really didn't work out well. We yeah. immediately didn't like it. It, it. It's so funny. And it kind of tells you how different, uh, even even within your own vertical, like your your home services category, how one company can find success and find what we were talking about just uh, off air a moment, moment ago, a honeypot. The honeypot. Yeah, yeah, you found your honeypot, and then another company can have a completely different honeypot, even though you're in the same kind of category, and it may be because of geography. Mm-hmm. So I was I was given uh, I was given Billy Tatum an example uh, just a moment ago about uh, my moving company that recently helped me move, uh, and I was talking with the owner, and they had huge success starting out on Thumbtack, which is a service very much like Home Advisors, mm-hmm. a place where if in the old days we had more of the, um, oh gosh, uh, I can't think of it, but um, uh, Yelp, thinking, the computer of Yelp. Yes. Uh, and, and Angie's List. There you go. Angie's, Angie's List, list right? that's it. Yeah. Which, by the way, Angie's List just acquired Home Advisors or they merged yes. or something like that. Um, but uh, it's it, sort of an exclusive uh Truth, truthfully, a pay for play, right? Kind of like the Better Business Bureau, right? It, it's a pay for you pay to have your reputation made to look well, um, or to be an exclusive list. And so, clients or, or customers, uh, particularly in home services, will go in there and and they can they can kind of browse the the list of of different opportunities. Kind of like in the old days, like a yellow pages sort of thing, right? Uh, and then they they kind of base them on their reputation and the different reviews. Um, and this company, moving company, was crushing it on um, Thumbtack, right? They were spending uh, upwards to $12,000 a month on on that one place. That was their honeypot. It's where they get most of their, their you know, business. And they um, were happy with it. Yes, okay. yes. They they tried home advisors, and they just weren't getting the same, uh, I, I believe it was the, the, um, the cost per lead was higher, and the conversions weren't as good. Uh, and then th- there's other places they, they've done some marketing, but that was like their honeypot. And they, so they just kept sticking with it. Uh, now they're brave enough and smart enough to try other places to say, Hey, is there another honeypot out there that gives us room to grow? But they're not, they're not abandoning. They're not going to shift those funds. They, they, they figured that out. That's kind of their form that works for them. Right. Um, and in, so like in your case, home advisors didn't work for you either, but, but let me say, so there's another company that I worked with, um, a, a lawn care company that the whole company was founded and every just about every lead they had had come from home advisors and they were crushing it and they were out far, far West of uh, Fort Worth. So it just, it, the geography made more sense for them. I guess there's fewer competitors on there, uh, whatever the cause may be. But when you find something like that, you, you, you tackle onto it. I mean, you, you just keep it and you, you run with it, right? You don't, you don't give it up. Um, and, and you don't, typically share that information too much, no. <laughs> right? At least not to your competitors. <laughs> yeah. But uh, because that's the goal, that's what they're trying to figure out is where's, where's the, where are the leads coming from? What is working right now for this category at this day and age in this geography, all that stuff matters. 
Yeah. So if someone's listening right now and they're going, you know, I've been working with this company or this outfit or this online place for X amount of time and I want to do something better, they should call you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. How, how do they get hold of you? Thanks for the layup. Yeah, Switch honey pot. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, okay. So, uh, of course, uh, this is a Salem uh, media uh, broadcast and we are a Salem media company. But, uh, but yes, they can reach out to me at uh, billy.mathis at salemdallas.com. And uh, and they can always call the station. You can always just go right on to if you're a huge fan of Alexandra and Friends, because I know you are if you're listening, uh, you can go check out the show online. And uh, and it's on the 660 a, the AM, uh, sorry, 660 AM, the uh, And you can just look up um, actually any of our, you know, contact this stuff and it would get back to me eventually It'd get to me or one of my uh, um, you know partners uh, that work here at the station. And uh, we'll get you a strategist or or consultant that can help you, you know, help you figure out what you need to do. So, uh, Billy, if somebody does not want to have come to the radio station to do a show, but they want to have a podcast, do you are you able to provide that? Uh, absolutely. So what is the process? Yeah, uh, very simple. So it's funny you asked that because I recently just got a call from somebody in Houston. Uh, I'm still not sure how she found me. But uh, probably something on the radio, right? That's right. (laughs) So uh, she had called in because she just wanted to start up a podcast. Um, Now, just side note real quick. um, The great thing about radio, right? It comes with an audience already. Podcast, if you're starting one up, there's nobody listening yet, right? Um, But she she has people that, you know, uh, an audience that wants her content. And so she wanted to get a podcast going. So she calls me. And, you know, I just ask a few questions like I always do trying to find out what what she needs. But uh, but basically, uh, you know, being able to take her content that she already has and to be able to broadcast it out there, uh, at least in the digital space. Um, it's just a it's a simple uh, process for us. In fact, I, I, I believe uh, our own, very own Michael uh, does this a lot, but it's, it's producing it uh, and publishing it on, you know, all the different spaces like Spotify, iTunes. There's probably five or six that are like the main places where you can, you know, you know, serve podcasts. It's very simple. It's all turnkey. Everything we do, we're going to take care of it for you. You have to provide us the content. If that's all you want to do is the podcast, just send us over the files. Uh, we can even add bumpers to the, to the, the podcast. We, a bumper is, you know, the, the, the time before the show or at the end of the show, we can add some musical elements, different things like that. But yeah, just bring your content and we'll take care of it for you. Well, you can listen to our podcast, Alexander Friends, 660 The Answer. And if the, uh, so I enjoy it very much. But you're able to, so let's say I want you to put the show out. You do that? Is that an extra cost? Or what is the cost for somebody like Billy Tatum to um, ask for, to get a podcast for his business? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it sometimes it can vary. Generally, it's it's going to be about uh, $250, $250, I want to say, a month. And, uh, don't quote me specifically, but that may be the case, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so about 250 a month to get, uh, somebody who can help you uh, take a product that you already created, content you've already created, mm-hmm. add different elements to it, have it cleanly produced and then publish it for you. And again, all you need to do is bring your, your content, your recording. Uh, we always make suggestions about, you know, the quality of the content, um, you know, is because we're kind of, you know, quality, um, Control, yes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we we like to 
we're, we're a little snobbish about it because we're radio people, right? We want to make sure there's very good quality, the sound quality, all that kind of stuff. So we, we want to help out uh, any of those individual podcasters out there. Hey, you need to have a good soundproof room. You need to have this kind of mic. You need these kinds of things because you want a good quality because you want people to have a good experience when they listen to your content. It helps. So can they record here in the studio? Absolutely. Come? They yep. can? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In fact, our friends, uh, Institute for <laughs> Policy Innovation, <laughs> had it backwards, right? Why doesn't Michael yeah, Clark, our producer. <laughs> Mike should so have the, the, uh, <laughs> that's right. Institute for Policy Innovation, that's exactly what they do. They, I mean, they already have a big following. Uh, and they're, they're oftentimes on with, with Mark Davis just next door to us. Uh, but they, they produce a podcast here in the studio. Uh, and there's, there's some extra costs that can be associated with that, right? Cause they have their own producer. They got different, uh, things that they're requesting. Um, but yeah, we, we can have the whole thing be turnkey. They can just come in, uh, with their, their scripts or their outline, their notes, record it, and we'll take care of it and publish it. And it'll be out there for anybody and everybody to find on demand. How many uh, stations does Salem Communication have in the Dallas area? Oh, so in the Dallas area specifically, six stations. Uh, a couple of those are Spanish-speaking stations. Muy bien. Gracias. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, and then beyond Dallas, it's, it's still about 100, yeah, 130, 150 or somewhere around there. Uh, in all the 34 major markets, we have big presence, a lot of, a lot of top five radio stations. Where's your headquarters? Markets. In California. South is that where California. Larry Elder is? Yeah, exactly. Our very, next very governor of to, California, <laughs> Larry Elder. Exactly. Woo. Right out there the uh, where, man. where he, he has his uh, his. He's studios. doing so well. He's up in the very top. He's above everybody right yeah, now. I'm so he's excited. Doing well, yeah, we're excited for him. You know, of course, it was a is a is a big announcement for all of us when he sent out the uh, you know the not, you know notification because he's yes. not going to be on air. And uh, he's and got he great guests. Be. He legally can't be. Yeah. Um, but we expect uh, around September time, I think is when it is, that he'll either uh, be the governor of California or, and this is not a bad thing for us, <laughs> he'll be not right back all. on air and we'd love to have him back. Yes, that's <laughs> so exciting. We'll that's exciting. It's an up, it's always an uphill battle for, oh, uh, for Republican conservative candidates to, to, yes. to make a governor yeah. of, of California. So, anyhow, yeah. Well, it's been a great evening. Um, Billy Tatum, do you have any more questions? For that? Uh, for, no, I don't, but uh, I'll Billy? definitely add on. If you guys want to do your own podcast, I'd suggest coming up to the station. You know, I think as so, As a too. noob, I'd say this is the most comfortable way that can get you just going. You know, you're trying to start this up at your own house. I could see where that would drag out and your, and your heart may not be into it. But coming up here, there's a level of excitement and professionalism. So I would suggest that. And yes. constructive feedback. Yes. 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 We're, yes. Good, good, good coaching, right? So we, we're talking about Michael over here. Mike's yeah. scolding fingers. Yes, scolding. Right, right. He's yes, going to help That's kind of what track. I meant. Uh, not only that, but you also will occasionally get other resources. Uh, I know a lot of podcasters will go next door and talk to some of the, the, the yeah. bigger, you know, radio personalities. Who might you bump into in the hallways? Mark, you know, yeah. Mark Davis is literally uh, 10 feet from, from uh, this wall that's behind me. And, uh, yeah, many times people starting new radio programs or podcasts, uh, you know, get a, get his ear and he'll just, you know, let him know from all his years of experience of having a mic in front of him, you know, the, the do's and don'ts. That's what and I need so, to learn. Yeah. The do's and the don'ts. You don't really do a whole lot of don'ts. I don't know. I listened to myself last week. I was like, oh, I got to quit acknowledging them while they're talking. That's crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. I got to work on my yeah. ums and ahs. Uh, I still yeah. do this. Me too. I've yeah. always done, um, mm, ah, it's, it's I've my spoken little, my brain. in front of large groups of people for years now, so I've yeah. eliminated the ums and the uhs and the pauses, but getting on the radio, I was listening to someone else talking. I go, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 
Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop uh-huh. doing that. Well, Billy, Billy Tatum, all I got to say is you, you're an amazing guest. And uh, it seems like we had a really good reviews. One other thing I want to ask, because this is important. If we want to know how our show is doing, how do we check that? Yeah, yeah. very good. So, so there's a couple of different ways to do that. Um, one is, uh, and, I, and we're, sorry, we're short on time, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to get to this. But the main thing for a smaller program, if you're not having uh, – being able to subscribe to any sort of rating systems, right, with, between your hours, especially the small, like a smaller half-hour pro program mm-hmm. compared to like a Mark Davis three-hour program. It's harder to kind of get those kind of, you know, rating systems. But you you measure, because uh, you're, you're pointing people to your podcast mm-hmm. and you're pointing people to your website and you're pointing people to your social media. And those are all places where you can you can see the results of of, of traffic, right? You can say, okay, so there's a, there's a spike in our, our Google Analytics from the website. There's people coming in from uh, from Facebook. There's engagement, of course. And so you always want to encourage that. And that brings up a really good point. Please like our Facebook page at Alexander and Friends 660. Go ahead and shoot us an email at Alexander and Friends 660 at gmail.com and check out our website, Alexander and Friends dot com. I don't know if one of your shows we uh, you heard a young little boy uh, read. We I think Courtney read a poem. Yes. Of this young Master Mathis. The father is sitting here right next to us today, and I am so excited for Billy Mathis to be here. He's with Salem Corporation, and then there's Mr. Billy Tatum with Structure Foundation, who is really, really doing much learning a little bit about radio. I'm learning and, a lot, according to Mike. <laughs> and and Courtney, Courtney, tell us about the name of your insurance company. Integrity Personal Insurance, right in McKinney, Texas. We're an independent broker with dozens and dozens of insurance options to try to save you the most money and provide the most coverage. And how did they get hold of you? They can go ahead and text me 972-922-0901 or you can reach me through Alexander and friends 660 at gmail.com. Awesome. Because this is our business. Yes. So Billy, how can we get, how can we approach our listeners to advertise on Alexander and friends and what are the benefits of advertising on our show? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, well, the first thing is, uh, like we, we talked about a little while ago, referrals, right? Always asking. Uh, I never want to undersell that. Even though I'm in the world of digital marketing and all that, uh, never underestimate the power of relationships. Uh, and everybody who's in sales understands that. Uh, successful business owners, un- business owners understand that relationships are still the most important thing, right? Um, but beyond that, you, you do try to find ways to sort of automate your system, right? Because you want to be able to go on vacation. You don't have to, you know, answer the phone all the time and build those relationships all the time. Uh, and so we're all in the business of of creating something for ourselves and giving us some free space and oftentimes firing ourselves from the roles that we have. And so that that's where marketing oftentimes comes in play. You want to you want to supplement your your um, your leads and your customers and your clients coming in. Uh, and so for, for Alexandra and friends, for you guys and what you guys do, uh, insurance and, and, uh, and, uh, structure, uh, issues with, with home services, uh, and even in real estate, um, you, you find these different, uh, as we talked about earlier, honeypots, and oftentimes they can come in through a specific channel. Um, in some cases, uh, home, well, not in your case, not home advisors, right? But, uh, yeah. Uh, for you, it, it was radio, right? Oh, radio gives you, from day one. It, it, yeah. There's a there's a particular audience on certain stations, and you resonate with that audience, right? The, the, That's what I'm saying without saying anything else. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you, you want to <laughs> stick with that uh, what, what works. Uh, that, I always encourage 
you know, again, I'm a marketing consultant. I, I do encourage exploring other opportunities. I always encourage building up your reputation and, and having some presence in other ways because those things help as well. Um, but, uh, but there are, uh, you know, there's a lot of different tools out there. Um, and so for, uh, to answer your question specifically, cause I don't want to get away from it. Actually, why don't you tell it to me again? So I can make sure I answer because I think I've kind of trailed off here. How can people advertise on our show? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so advertising on our show. Uh, yeah, I did drift off there, but didn't I? I, I, I tend to do that. Right. <laughs> no, I was thinking so, of what I wanted to say, but I said it. The yeah. Way. Yeah, absolutely. Thinking about it in a different language. So, so just as, um, uh, Courtney had mentioned reaching out to and t- tell us your the email again, Courtney, for Alexander and Friends 660 at Gmail dot com. Yep, yeah, exactly. So if you're listening right now and you want to advertise um, and you you it's not hard with radio, right? You listen to this and there's certain content that you want to hear that tells you a lot about the audience that's listening. If that audience that's listening is is a is the sort of clientele that you want and 660 as a whole has a certain you know audience that people gravitate toward because they do tend to be more uh, uh, white collar. Uh, actually, believe it or not, there's more white collar than blue collar. Most people don't realize that. Um, they they tend to be homeowners. They tend to be family. Uh, it leans heavily toward men. In fact, uh, our show leans toward men. The overall demographic. Oh, really? Is, is men for, for six sixty? They all need insurance yep. based on Nielsen ratings. <laughs> okay, correct. Yep, what? it is. All right, ladies, um, start listening up that's here. Right. That's right. Let's get rolling. Alexandra <laughs> and Francis, women first. I will. I will oh. say that they're probably <laughs> that took a turn. That, that probably you probably skew it a little bit toward the women, uh, just because there's a more of a a, a a very much a female leadership presence here. Um, He's but, trying to say we're just all a bunch of type A <laughs> alpha females. No, I no, get no. it. No, 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 not at all. They brought uh, me in. There you go. That's right, and me too. Right, they bring in the billies. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, but if it makes sense, then yeah, reach out uh, through that the email and uh, or through our social media and and find out more about how you can advertise here and be a sponsor. And and it's a great way to get into the 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 radio market in general, right? To, to advertise on air. Just to kind of get, um, you know, a starting place and, and, you know, have your, it only creates brand awareness, but it can also create some lead generation. The key, though, to that is, is uh, frequency, right? So asking, you know, coming in and talking to Alexandra and the station about having, you know, just a couple spots here and there throughout the week really isn't all that productive. Marketing, and this is true for any kind of marketing, but especially for traditional marketing, just like you see on TV, the the insurance companies, mm-hmm. you know, they start out buying, you know, 60 second spots. They're really funny. Right. Geico commercials, Allstate, mm-hmm. all those. Um, but, you know, the, the months after that first month, they're just doing 30 second spots. They shorten them and then they just do it repetitively for like six months. Right. You see that same commercial. Mm. It's repetition is key. Repetition. So if you're going to you're going to jump in and start, you know, come in, come on to Alexandria and friends. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a good um place to kind of get your your feet wet your chops wet because you're already a listener and that's the kind of audience that you typically want um and but you know be sure to get a get a good package that gets you lots of frequency uh i hear that you guys have a um uh you haven't named your your studio yet uh this studio is going to be uh named after our uh sponsor 
uh, comes back to us and signs another year agreement. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Can't say the name yet. Uh, Courtney and I are working so on it. So you already have that in the way. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. It's, it's going to be up to our sponsor because that's going to be his name. And I think he well, has, what a wonderful opportunity to get to get their brand oh. out there. Uh, among an audience, an amazing audience for Alexander and friends and 660 as a whole. Uh, well, lot, he so. also put his himself, you know, he gave us the opportunity to do this. So we're sitting here because of our sponsor and Michael Clark. Thank you so much for being here this evening. We appreciate Billy Tatum. Thank you for filling in for us. Thank you. Courtney, thank you for coming tonight. Thank you. Love you. Love you. And Billy Mathis, thank you for telling thank us you. about Salem Communications. Thank you so much and for having You are me. the most amazing and thank you for bringing us to this show. Thank Mr. You. Clark, thank you for your children dedicating themselves to the, our Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning of every show. Miller Title for sponsoring our show, Roberto Perez. Have a good evening, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends, or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.